for suicide prevention. Find this walk and others at outofthedarkness.org. The Out of the Darkness Suicide Prevention Walk, sponsored in part by all of us at Sheridan Media. September 19th is your last day to apply for the Sheridan Startup Challenge. Hi, this is Jessica Madden with Impact Sheridan. We help people with business and product ideas get off the ground, which includes the opportunity to win a share of $100,000 in startup funding. Even if you're not sure your plan is solid, call and we'll navigate the process together. It's free, simple, and confidential. Apply online at impact307.org or contact us directly at 675 675- 1939. From Broadway to the Wild Theater screen, it's the fabulously sassy musical Kinky Boots. Thursday, September 22nd at 6 p.m. This award-winning musical celebrates a joyous story of Brit Grit to high-heeled hit, and it takes you from the factory floor in Northampton to the glamorous catwalks of Milan with songs by Grammy and Tony-winning pop icon Cindy Lauper. Tickets for Kinky Boots can be purchased now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Cowboy football returns to War Memorial Stadium to host Air Force on Friday, September 16th, under the lights. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. and it's Military Appreciation Day, so be sure to arrive early on game day for all the free game festivities. Get your tickets today at GoWIO.com or call 307-766-7220. We'll see you at War Memorial Stadium on September 16th as the Cowboys take on the Falcons. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking seminars? And they said only $49.99 and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went. And guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof, and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Join Mark Patrick's seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. For only $49.99, become a non-smoker. The seminar is Sunday, September 18th at the Ramada in Sheridan from 2 to 4 p.m. Registration starts at 1.30. The weight loss seminar starts at 11 a.m. and the stop smoking at 2 p.m. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, 
Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie. Hi, Floyd. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Doing, doing rather well. Uh, now, you guys just recently had a Fremont Toyota Suds and Spurs Brewfest. How did that go? Right. It was our 10th fundraiser um, holding the Brewfest here in Sheridan, and it was very, very successful. Just want to really thank everybody who uh, came out for the event and bought tickets, uh, all of our volunteers, all of our sponsors, the brewers. Um, it was a great day, and we held it on August 27th down at Whitney Commons Park. It's a wonderful location. And, um, Beautiful. Yeah, it was wonderful. We, uh, we also gave away some uh, Tom Balding Spur Awards to a couple of brewers, so we had a professionally judged competition uh, for the best lager, and that went to Snake River Brewing Company out of Jackson Hole for their Mexican-style lager, which was called La, La Cerveza, and then also the People's Choice Tom Balding Spur Award went to uh, two Bassett Brewery who came down from White Sulphur Springs, Montana. And I believe that's the second time they've taken it home. Oh, wow. Not not uh, in a row, necessarily, but they have won it before. They were very excited about that. And then we had our first beer relay um, event held this year, so uh, that was a lot of fun. And Team Alpha Graphics won that. What is it, what is the beer relay? And, well, that was, a, that was a fun little event that happened within our Brewfest fundraiser. And um, one of our uh, one of my board members and our volunteers uh, that sits on our, our Brewfest steering committee uh, came up with the idea of having some some little relays uh, where people had to don some lovely hats and sunglasses <laughs> and um, and make their way around in in kind of a you know kind of a little track so around a circle and they'd have to carry a beer without spilling it and go through a couple of obstacles there were some some lava and some hot scotch <laughs> and whatnot. It was a lot of fun. But we had seven different teams compete in that beer relay, and um, Alpha Graphics, Team Alpha Graphics won that. So congratulations <laughs> to them. And then we gave away our Yeti Cooler and Black Tooth Beer um, as part of our raffle. Uh, and that, uh, that went to Isabel Hollenbeck, and she was pretty excited to come pick that up. And so that was, uh, of course, the, the Yeti Cooler was donated by uh, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and the and a couple cases of Black Tooth Beer from Black Tooth Brewing Company. But, again, I just want to thank all of our sponsors, volunteers, attendees, my team at the Chamber. And I have an extraordinary um, – I get to work with extraordinary people, uh, the staff that are there at the Chamber. They do an amazing job. And so, um, yeah, excited. And thanks to Fremont Toyota for being our premier sponsor again this year. Now, how was the weather for you? Was it good all day? It was beautiful. Was, yeah. It ended up being beautiful. Uh, sometimes we have difficulties with wasps the, you know, during the, yeah. you know this time of year. But they were actually not too bad. Um, it, it stayed perfect out until the very end. And then we had that little windstorm come up. Um, unfortunately, a couple of canopies, I think, were destroyed in that. Oh. Uh, but what it did is it helped us get everything torn down and <laughs> out of there. And people dispersed them into the community where they could go spend their money <laughs> elsewhere, right? Oh, there you um, go. It's a great thing. And we brought a lot of people into the community. I'd really like to thank, again, all of our, all of our sponsors, everybody who helped make it happen. And we do rely on that. Um, you know, the funds that we raise through the Brewfest or whatever our annual fundraiser is, do go to help support our programs and the work of our committees and a lot of our initiatives and events throughout the year at the Chamber of Commerce. So thanks to everybody. 
How many brewers showed up? I think we had 28. 28. Uh, 28. Wow. And some of them came through a distributor. So when we might have a distributor that says, hey, we want, we're going to have this many different brewers uh, represented. And so we do provide in those cases some tips-trained pourers. Yeah. And so those people who are tips-trained that can come in and pour on their behalf if they can't make it in person. Um, it's a really interesting because every year we don't know what it's going to look like for a lot of the brewers around the region. Um, they're faced with supply chain shortages, yeah. just like many businesses are. Uh, worker shortage has happened, is, is affecting that industry as it's affecting every industry right now. Now, what are our local business owners telling you as far as labor? Uh, is that it's a challenge. Part, is it? It's still a challenge, you know, and and, and really the U.S. Chamber, again, I, I think I mentioned this to you a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, um, that we have like five and a half million fewer workers even available to take the jobs that are, that are out there. Wow. So there's a shortage nationwide of five and a half million workers. So that's if everybody who could possibly work goes back to work, takes these jobs, we're still short five and a half million. And we are, we are you know, feeling that here in the community. Our businesses are feeling that across the board. So what, what's happening is a lot of our businesses now are, are they're saying, okay, we really have to figure out a way to not only recruit employees that will stay, but really retain those employees that we have. And you're seeing it. I mean, a lot of times we'll see it in a service industry. If if you are uh, planning to go to a restaurant and they can't be open because they've had, you know, um, they're having a worker shortage at that moment, we're seeing that still happen. But it is actually something that's impacting all of our businesses yeah. across the board. So I think employee retention and for businesses to try to figure out some ways um, – to retain employees, I think they're really putting a lot of emphasis on that right now. So it's, it's, it goes clear across the gambit. It's not just retail and restaurants. It isn't. But if you think about it, a lot of those positions are harder. Um, you know, you, you pull in then the housing shortage, right? Yeah. And we're still, we're still challenged there. Or you pull in um, the inflation and what's happening with the cost of living. And you take all of that in. You put it into the, the, the package, if you will. It makes it harder oftentimes for people who, who are working in the service industry to be able to even make ends meet. So I know there's right. some definite challenges um, out there, and we're, we're continuing to try to work with our businesses and on behalf of them, uh, connect them with resources and provide programming, et cetera, to really help them. Yeah, and kind of get those workers uh, not just there, but like you said, retained. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I've got a friend who works in an industry. Uh, she's probably trained, I'd say, four or five people this year. Right. Who didn't even stay. Right. So it's two weeks to train somebody. That's a lot of investment. That's Absolutely. a lot of money that goes into that because you got to have uh, both of them on at the same time. But then at the end of the training, the individual just takes off. Now, there's been various reasons as Correct. to why they right. left. Right. But, gosh, it's just it's so frustrating. It is a very, it's a very real challenge that many of our businesses are facing and I think we'll continue to face for a while. You know, um, and so again, you know, if a, if you have a if you're a business owner or a business manager, and you start thinking about, you know, what what tactics, what techniques, what resources do you need to kind of be thinking about to really 
retain those yeah. quality quality um, employees. I think it's really something that should be, if it isn't already, a priority for many of our businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and to retain them once they're trained. And uh, it could look different. I mean, you know, you have to understand where your employees, um, where their motivations are coming from, right? So, Floyd, if you want a certain thing in your in your career and your employer doesn't kind of at least see that or acknowledge it or yeah, meet those needs, you might be moving on. And that's, that's what a lot of our employers need to do. And then on the, uh, on the flip side, I think it's really important also that, um, that we can continue to focus and work with schools and work with those students that are coming into the workforce on a lot of the um, – for them to understand what employers – need and want as well. So yeah. um, it's it's not just one-sided, but it is true. A lot of our employers are looking at, you know, not only their benefits package, but other things, other incentives that they are offering to retain a lot of their uh, quality employees. Now, do we get a lot of uh, ancillary students there from the college to come in and, and take these jobs here and there? Because I can remember, you know, when I was in college, a job like a retail job where I could adjust my hours right. with each semester. Uh, was the best type to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would think that that, you know, with the students returning, uh, that that would help. Right. And I believe it does. I have, I know we have quite a few employers that do hire um, and they work very closely with the college to put up job postings, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's always something. If, if you're an employer and you're looking for somebody and you have some flexibility, could maybe work around a student's schedule, um, you know, reach out to Sheridan College because I know what they, they'll post on job boards, et cetera, for students. So a lot of times students are coming in, they're looking for something that will fit and work around their schedule as well. So they're a great partner to have in the community. And business owners, you know, it's, it's time to band together and share ideas and try to help each other out. And speaking of banding together, we've got a chamber lunch program coming up. Uh, Dixie, can you tell us a little bit about this? Absolutely. And let's just talk, a, you know, just this kind of actually segues in from the worker shortage and, and the service industry and having a, you know, a strong uh, economic, um, you know, climate in our community. Um, our chamber lunch program, we're going to be hearing from Sean Parker who is Sheridan County Travel and Tourism Executive Director. Great and guy. tourism was, yeah, is one of our primary um, industries in the area. And it's really um, exciting to be able to hear from Sean because, you know, oftentimes what he's doing kind of behind the scenes, people in the community aren't necessarily seeing because he's trying to reach the people outside the community to bring them into the community, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, to, to continue to grow that, that segment of the economy and help our businesses. Um, but we're having a chamber lunch program this Wednesday. It'll be September 14th. Starts at 11.30 a.m. It's $20 a person for anybody who would like to attend. We are changing our uh, location. We're going to be at the Best Western Sheridan Center. So we do that from time to time where we like to be able to give business to our, our chamber members, around, right, yeah. uh, that can that can host us. And so Best Western Sheridan Center on Wednesday, September 14th at 1130, $20 a person. We do ask that you RSVP in advance, and you can do that on our website at SheridanWyomingChamber.org or calling us at 672-2431. All right, get out there, folks. Oh, did I ahead. say 2431? I think you did. <laughs> 672-2485. There we go. Uh, that's okay. I do it all the time. Uh, folks, make sure you get out there. Go to the Chamber Lunch Program. Sean Parker really knows his stuff, and he is doing a great job with his team out there at Sheridan County Travel and Tourism, bringing in a lot of 
of visitors, not just for one day, but uh, their mission is to get folks to stay here for a few days at a time because they've got to eat, they want to go shopping, they want to explore things. And the more they explore, the more they see of what Sheridan has to offer. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will continue with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Shared. At Elias and Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. It's time to cowboy up and register for the annual Wolf Creek Wrangle Trail Run. Race day is September 17th, and you can run, hike, or participate virtually in a 5-mile, 7-mile, half-marathon, or 30K run. This event is hosted by the historic Eaton's Ranch, and all proceeds benefit Habitat for Humanity. Spots are limited. To register, go to runwolfcreekwrangle.com. This race is brought to you by Fremont Toyota of Sheridan and sponsored in part by Sheridan Media and Sheridan County Travel and Tourism. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing, and they're hiring powder coaters, machine operators, welders, and more. With great opportunities for advancement, working at Vacutech is much more than just a job, it's a career. Vacutech offers outstanding benefits, including comprehensive health, dental and vision coverage, matching 401k, paid time off, and relocation assistance. Not to mention top notch compensation. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's open opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. Bye-bye, my good boy. Be good while we go on vacation. Ah, Parents get so uptight leaving us precious pets behind, but when they leave us in the quality care of McGraw's Paws, they really have nothing to worry about. We get lots of love and attention from the trained staff. This place is so nice, clean, safe, and pretty darn comfortable, so we dogs and cats have a good time while they're away. Plus, it's in a convenient in-town location for our humans. McGraw's Paws, 1820 Gabriel Court, next to Second Chance Cat Rescue. Call 307-381-2184. We're taking in-advance reservations. September 19th is your last day to apply for the Sheridan Startup Challenge. Hi, this is Jessica Madden with Impact Sheridan. We help people with business and product ideas get off the ground, which includes the opportunity to win a share of $100,000 in startup funding. Even if you're not sure your plan is solid, call and we'll navigate the process together. It's free, simple, and confidential. Apply online at impact307.org or contact us directly at 675 1939. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? Indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. 
Now, uh, Dixie, we were just talking about uh, the, the chamber lunch. We've right. also got uh, some other events coming up. We've right. got business after hours. And that's next week. It is. Right. And so First Northern Bank, they're one of our uh, Platinum Community Partners. They're going to be hosting Business After Hours on Wednesday, September 21st. They're going to start just a little bit earlier from 4.30 to 7.30. Hopefully the weather will be great. <laughs> I imagine they're, <laughs> plan- I think they're planning an outdoor barbecue again and uh, excited to uh, work with Bombshell Catering so uh, to provide the, the great food. They're going to have the Westerly Mobile Bar there providing beverages. Uh, and they're even bringing in a, a band, uh, the Duke and Irby band. So this is a, they'll be playing from 4.30 to 7.30. It'll be down there at 29 North Gould at First Northern Bank's location. So, in, you know, encourage every, I just want to encourage everybody to come out. So it's a great opportunity for business um, members of the Chamber of Commerce to host, but really it's open for anybody who would like to attend and continue to build those great connections that you've already started, established, or start new ones. Now, Dixie, what are those like, the after hours? Because the before hours, I, I know that uh, everyone gets together. It's kind of a coffee donuts type of setting, right? Everyone's getting ready to go out and start their day. These right. after hours, they're a little lighter. They're kind of recapping your day, if you will, yeah. but it's also a great opportunity. Um, we've been doing business after hours Gosh, as, lo- as far back as I can remember. So chambers of commerce traditionally, and before social media and all these other opportunities to connect with people were there, right, um, provided a lot of those in-person, face-to-face networking opportunities where people could come outside of their business hours where they're working in their business and on their business and really start establishing and growing those connections because in a small community, well, in any community really, people still like to do business with people they know. So yeah. starting, so that's really important is for if you're running a business um, to understand that, you know, part of it is getting out there and making those connections because you never know where that next referral might come from, right? right? And if you've already connected with somebody, they're more likely to refer you than if you they don't know who you are and they've never met you or shaken your hand if you know yeah. if you will so um, we still think that there's great value in person to person face to face connections and business after hours business before hours chamber lunch programs chamber coffees all of those we do to help our businesses grow and thrive so they can make those connections and I agree wholeheartedly with you uh, social media the internet it is it has made our lives something very different than it once was. Right. It's benefited everybody, but at the at the same time, there's nothing like having that face to face handshake. Right. Look uh, somebody in the eye. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And yeah. really get to know that person. Now, Chamber Coffee in Story uh, by the Chamber Business Retention and Expansion Committee. This right. is another opportunity. It is another opportunity. And we've been doing Chamber Coffee, holding Chamber Coffee since 2011. We took a little bit of a break um, in 2020 for you know reasons that everybody knows, right? Um, but we're excited to be able to have our Chamber Coffees. So our Business Retention and Expansion Committee takes one of their existing meeting slots and holds a Chamber Coffee and goes out into the outlying areas of our community to, prov- to provide just that an opportunity to connect in our in our out, outskirts of Sheridan County. So yeah. we're the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, and we like to incorporate both in, incorporated and unincorporated areas. So Story is an unincorporated community in uh, Sheridan County, and we're excited to be out at the Story Library 
Anybody who can and would like to attend, please do so. It starts at 8 a.m. It's on Thursday, September 22nd. So the day after business, after hours, come out to Story and have some coffee and make some connections. And we like to hear from people within those communities as well to find out if there are any challenges or barriers or areas that we as a chamber can focus on to help them in um, in their communities. You don't know what's going on in a community unless you talk to the people who live there, right? I mean, right. It's, it's and, you know, even if, even if you work in Sheridan but you reside in Story, you know, talk to your employer and see if you can't, you know, attend Chamber Coffee. It's going, to be, it's going to ultimately benefit your business, right? Making those connections, becoming more informed, and then, and then maybe going to work a little late that morning. But uh, we encourage people to, to show up. I think we're going to have a great turnout. I think the benefit uh, far outweighs any loss of time when it comes to that one. Now, We've got a big thing coming up here. Uh, Manufacturing Day. Dixie, is this this the celebration where you guys made those videos during COVID? Is this what Right, it is. Yes. Yeah, those were great videos. That's what we did during COVID because we knew that what we had done as far as coordinating tours with our local manufacturing businesses wasn't something that we were able to do during COVID, right? Right. Um, For the protection of everybody and until we figured out, until we got a little bit further along with the pandemic, um, it was one way that we were able to kind of adjust, pivot, change, uh, and still be able to um, highlight our manufacturers because there's some great careers in manufacturing. And sometimes people don't know about those careers. They have a little bit more of a unique challenge because oftentimes they're they're doing business outside of the community. They're making things, mm-hmm. but, they're, but their customers are not typically in the community. Sometimes they are. And so um, being able to help with that pipeline, that talent pipeline, getting... Um, either with, whether it's youth or whether it's somebody uh, adults who are looking for a career change to understand that there are some absolutely great career opportunities in our manufacturing industry. And because of so many leaders, visionaries in the past here in the community, um, support from the state, et cetera, we have some great manufacturing companies in Sheridan. And that part of our, in, that part of, of our economy has really grown, and that's helped us, in addition to tourism, in addition to some of these other things, be able to sustain some of those you know, highs and lows that happen, you know, to an economy when they're tied so much to the energy industry, which we know we've experienced a little bit in the past and other communities in the state experience, absolutely. But Manufacturing Day this year, we're excited, and I and I say we, uh, yes, the Chamber, our Business Retention and Expansion Committee, um, we work really hard with our and close with our manufacturing companies to be able to provide some tours for people to go in and see what's actually happening inside those walls of the manufacturing companies. So stay tuned for those schedules, um, and we're working with Manufacturing Works as well on that in a partnership. Now, uh, we've also got uh, Leadership Sheridan County mm-hmm. coming up. Now, this is this part of the Leadership Wyoming program? No. Actually, Leadership Wyoming, I think, was actually kind of... Um, born out of this. Born out of... And they and I know that when they first started Leadership Wyoming, or I know, I've heard, I don't know, <laughs> I've heard, um, that they actually looked at our program and said, hey, let's let's look at this model and see if we can't do something on a, as a, on a statewide basis. So that was great oh, to wow. know that, that that happened. We started uh, Leadership Sheridan County. It's our 10-month program. We started that back in 1993, our first 
class graduated in 1994. We have over 300 alumni through the program. We hold it every year. Um, in 2020, we held it over a course of two years just because we, you know, we had some challenges. So that class stayed on for two years. Um, but we're getting ready to have our graduation in October of this year's class. Uh, and then we will take applications throughout the month of October for the 2023 Leadership Sheridan County Program. There are a limited number of spots. The applications open on October 1st, which we know is a Saturday, but that's when the application will be ready on our website all through the month of October. If you're interested in applying, you can do so, and then the program starts in January and goes through October of next year. Now, Dixie, what do we learn in Leadership Sheridan County? Wow. So that's it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it is. Ten you know, and it's really unique. We have a customized curriculum that um, we have different modules throughout the year. And so each one of those modules will be something different around personal, individual leadership development that those attendees then can take back and help within their businesses, right? But really it's about that individual leadership development. But then there's also a lot of community educational um uh, components to our modules. So we have, we will start off with a retreat in January. We go to Cheyenne in February and engage with the legislature. And then for the next seven months, we have m- different modules that explore and dive into different aspects of our community. Everything from health and human services, education use services, um, natural resources, community history and the arts, economic development, and city government, county government, there's there's a monthly module for the next seven months, full-day module, and it's really great because it gives, again, those attendees an opportunity to grow as leaders, take those, what they've learned back, become stronger in their businesses, help our businesses, right, and help in their own careers, but also have more knowledge that they then can share. Um, everybody needs to be an ambassador, you know, in and for our community. And so um, it's it's been a really great program. We have a wonderful steering committee in place that helps us every year. With, they're continually, look, continually looking to improve uh, that program. But we have 22 people graduating in October. That will be our next Chamber Lunch program after this week's. And uh, then we'll start the process all over again. Now, is it going to be about 22 going mm-hmm. into the next class? Is yes. that a set number? Or? Right, right. We have that, and part of it has to do with, with the way the program runs, with the actual physical modules where we're going into the community, into different yeah. places, being able to have a number of people that can actually hear the speakers, work, you know, be able to um, move from place to place. That seems to be a pretty sweet spot that we found. A good 22. That's right. a good round number. Right. right. Now that, uh, once again, the application October 1st mm-hmm. on the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce website. Uh, limited number of seats there and so much knowledge uh, gained out of that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, uh, we've talked about uh, Manufacturing Day. Now, the General Election Candidate Forum by the Chamber's Government Affairs Committee. We don't have a lot of time left, Dixie. What is this? Just wanted to mention, so we had candidate forums uh, prior to the primary election. Our Government Affairs Committee is hosting them again, September 26th 20th, and 27th, so two nights. And uh, we're having the candidates confirm. Hopefully we'll get a lot of uh, confirmations 
by the end of today. Uh, whether or not they can attend, then we'll have all that information on our website, sharedwyomingchamber.org. But make plans to attend in person at the Wyo Theater, September 26th or 27th at 6 p.m., those candidate forums, or watch them live streamed or engage via our YouTube channel because we will record those and have that information out to everybody. That's great. Dixie, I want to thank you so much for coming in today. Thank Always you. Always a pleasure. Me too. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Downtown Sheridan Association. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Madison Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane's Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season on Grinnell Plaza with local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally handcrafted items. Every Thursday, 5 to 7 p.m., you can find the best our hardworking local producers have to offer. Special thanks to our season sponsor, First Federal Bank and Trust. See you Thursday on Grinnell Plaza at the Sheridan Farmer's Market. And remember, please leave your pets at home. What if you had more time to manage your business operations, sell your products, or take a vacation? What if you had someone to pay your bills, handle your payroll, or watch your bottom line? Let the accounting professionals at Harker Mullinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service as well as adding useful management reports for your business. Call or visit Harker Mullinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. And remember, the initial consultation is always free. Heads up, whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. 
Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliason Financial. For the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by the Executive Director of the Downtown Sheridan Association, Zoila Perry, and the co-chair of WineFest, Lindsay Vredenberg. Did I get that right? Yeah, pretty oh, close. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. So yeah. say it right for me. Breedenberg. Breedenberg. Yeah. Breedenberg. i got to get that it's, E. It's a tough one. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, Lindsay, I haven't had you on here before. No. What does the co-chair do, or a co-chair do, uh, for WineFest? What is WineFest? Um, the co-chair does a lot of different things. Um, we... Trying to bring Winefest back again after having a couple of years off. Um, so we are really we're just trying to make it new and fun and fresh for everyone. So there's a lot of different things I've been involved with helping get all the vendors uh, that are coming to Winefest and get them ready and help them pick their wines and what they're going to be bringing. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of different things are involved, though. Now, was the break due to COVID, or was it, yeah? Yes. Yeah, no, okay. So, I mean, it, you guys decided, you know what, we're just going to put the brakes on and, and instead of having like it. I mean, how do you have an event where you're drinking wine where yeah. people don't show up? It's not something that you can no. Zoom, is no. it, Zoila? No, no, it is not. Um, the last time we did it was in 2020. It was our 20th year anniversary, and we had Wine Fest. Two weeks later, everything got shut down. Um, so we were very fortunate to have that one big event. Um, and then last year, because of COVID, we didn't know still of those guidelines whether mm-hmm. we could have it or not. And this year, it was the same thing. So we decided to move it to the fall where we knew if we still had, if COVID was a big issue, we can at least have it outdoors where people will feel a little bit more comfortable about that. When, one more time, when did you have it beforehand? Um, it was in 2020 and it was in March. In it was March. Always it's always the first a spring event. Friday of March, yes. Yeah. So we're just moving the season. Yes, we are. Uh, now, we're we're looking at some new ideas, uh, trying to make it new and fresh. Uh, has anything been brainstormed as of yet? Yes. So the event is this Friday. Oh, I hope yeah. it's been brainstormed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it has been brainstormed. We are going to be having it on Grinnell Plaza. So we'll have a big old tent and awesome decorations and um, just have that little downtown vibe to it. Now, with Wine Fest, uh, what exactly are we celebrating, raising money for? Uh, why is Wine Fest? Wine Fest is, um, well, in the past, it was the biggest fundraiser for DSA. So it goes back to supporting um, DSA's mission, you know, the flowers on Main Street, but then also, um, you know, for staff administrative um, for DSA. Um, and then also to help us carry out our, the rest of our events. Everything um, does cost money to do our events, so that's one of the biggest fundraisers for it. Um, so this year, we are very excited that it's back um, we have quite a bit of wine vendors, beer vendors, and even spirits that people can come oh, wow. um, and do that. So we think people can buy a ticket for $50, and that will get them in to, um, to um, taste wine tasting, and then also we'll have some food. 
Now, it, it, Lindsay, you said you've, you've been working with some vendors out there throughout mm-hmm. Wyoming. So, where's the farthest location that you can think of that they're coming from for um, this event? You know, we try to keep it kind of local. It's it's easy to get local people, at least Wyoming people, but we do have Prairie Berry Winery coming uh, from South Dakota. So that's exciting to have them coming and joining us. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly mostly local uh, within Wyoming. I work with wine vendors in my job regularly, so it was, you know, a lot of people that I know that I work with on a regular basis. Now, a lot of these individuals are vendors. They're not exactly makers, right? Correct. Okay. For the most part, yeah. So this wine can come to us from all over the nation. Yes. Probably Even, mostly California. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, that's true. Um, a lot of domestic wines, but there will be imported wines as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. Reaching over there to Europe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, uh, one more time, where do we buy uh, tickets for this? Tickets can be purchased on downtownsheridan.org's website. And then all Silver Dello has tickets, Cottonwood Kitchen, the clothing company, and Site True Bed and Bath. Um, we also, before our actual event that starts at 6, we do have a champagne reception oh. uh, that people can get tickets for. And I'll have Lindsay talk about that. Yeah, champagne reception. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so the champagne reception is new for this year. Um, it's kind of our version of the VIP in the past. Uh, so the champagne reception starts at 5, an hour before general admission, and it'll be held in the uh, patio at Verdello. It's kind of a in, you know, more intimate setting, a meet and greet with all the vendors uh, featuring champagne and food. Now, champagne. <laughs> a lot of people will probably come for the champagne. Okay. Uh, it, that's one of those drinks that, boy, what I found is people either love or hate it. Yeah. I mean, do you find that to be true as well? It's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now a, a lot more people love it than hate it, though, so that's a good thing. Yes. All right. Now, uh, Third Thursdays, uh, have you had good turnouts this year? I mean, the heat uh, has really just gave us a pounding over the summer season. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you heard and what have you seen, Zoila? I, I've seen lots of people um, downtown during our, all of our three um, Third Thursdays. Um, people love it. It's a great community event to bring everybody together and for friends and family to see each other and have some fun activities for the kids to do at the event. Now, usually when is the first third Thursday of the season? June. June. And then when's the last? Um, it is in September. So, so this week will be the last third Thursday for the season. Now, do you guys usually hold like a blowout uh, third Thursday, or is it just kind of the, uh, you know, and I hate to say something like the same thing that we saw before, but mm-hmm. this is the last chance that you have to really get down there for the year. Um, we've done it both ways um, throughout the years that I've been with DSA. We've done quite a bit of, you know, back-to-school promotions for the kids. Um, this year, because of back to being one-person staff, I haven't made a big big plan on it, but we are going to be having the instigators um, play, which they haven't been on the main stage for a couple of years, so we're excited that they'll be back. Um, and then um, it, the event is from 5 till 8. Um, just because school has started, uh, people like to go home early, but then you also have um, little football or um, other activities that kids are in already. Yeah, you got a, you got a football game you got to get to, and <laughs> maybe some uh, some golf or tennis as well. Yeah. You know, it, in in this year, looking back on the third Thursdays that you've had, what would you say 
was the biggest challenge uh, because you know you, and correct me if I'm wrong but you started this year with a little bit more of the staff than you did before mm-hmm. and then that staff left and sure enough Zoila was alone <laughs> again in the office doing it all herself what's been your biggest challenge volunteers really yes it's always hard to get volunteers um, you know as um, your kids get older, you know, just um, ages in different professions, um, even in businesses, um, we are losing volunteers. So it's always hard to get people to commit to be able to help at their Yeah. How many volunteers do you actually need? If you were to sit back and say, mm-hmm. give me this many. Fifteen. Fifteen volunteers to make this whole thing go down. How many have you been getting on average? Um, about seven. About seven. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the work of two individuals yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Wow. And what kind of work, uh, and, and I know we touched on this before, but, um, you know, obviously you didn't get everyone running down there like I was hoping. So let's touch mm-hmm. on it again. What kind of work so, do these volunteers yeah, do? Yeah, so people need to help um, close the street. So at 4 o'clock we put barricades on Main Street, some of the side streets to close the street down, and then we need help um, setting up tables and chairs um, for the food court, and then also um, with the music um, on Main Street goes. And then about, uh, for this month, about 7.45, we need help um, reopening the streets, so not letting a lot of people get on to Main Street because of the foot traffic, and we still have lots. And then just making sure you monitor um, people coming in and out, make sure there's no accidents, and um, get them to the right places. My goodness. Uh, The seven people who are out there I want to thank over the air right now. Thanks for heading on down there and making these things happen. Uh, A warrior. (laughs) You know, true warriors out there. Now, when it comes to putting on Wine Fest, you're a co-chair, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. How big is the board? The board for Wine Fest? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the DSA board pitches in a lot. Um, so it's really anyone on our board that helps out. They take on different roles. Uh, Jill Benson is my other co-chair. So um, we've been taking on a lot of it, but then we have people helping from the board with decorations um, and food and different things like that just to help kind of take on those other little sections to make sure everything goes well. Now, how many vendors do you have coming in? Uh, right now, I do believe I have... I think 12, and that does not include beer. Oh, does it include the spirits as it well? It does. Okay. Yes. So we've got 12 vendors coming in, not including any beer vendors. <laughs> and uh, you're going to need some help getting all this set up. Uh, are you looking for volunteers for Wine Fest? Yes, yeah. we will take them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if I'm out there and I wanted to volunteer for Wine Fest, because, I mean, i got to think about this, there are probably going to be, what, 12 to 13 canopies or tents set up? No, um, no we're going to have one big canopy that's going to be set up on Friday morning, so everything's going to be in this humongous canopy. Okay, so it's going to be like tent. one big tent. Yes, yes. But we also have to put orange barricades around it just to really um, keep, every, you know, like the public out because it's only a ticketed event. Yeah. Um, um, and then um, we'll have people, um, you know, help pour if they're tips trained. Um, we, we'll take them. We, we'll need a couple extra ones. Um, and then, you know, just help pick up garbages and um, all of the other back 
Yeah, and to help get the food out, get the too, food out as well, yeah. kind of in between the Verdello Kitchen and Grinnell Plaza. When we talk about this food, we're looking at probably, like, finger foods, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's going to be setting that up? So Don King from King's Ropes is going to be catering for us. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, did did he step up to this? Or? Um, I I think I made him. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of pressure. A little bit of pressure. Yeah. yeah he's he's uh, a great asset. He does a lot of classes for us at Verdello, so we partner with him quite a bit. Um, and and he's done things like this for us before in the past. Yeah, very involved in the community. Yes. Uh, anywhere that he can. So it's um, you'll have the volunteers who come down. How many would you need if you were to estimate? I need X amount. Um, just for those uh, for that evening, I would say at least. Seven. 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 And uh, we would like to get seven others besides besides, <laughs> besides the hard yes. workers of Third Thursday. Yes. Uh, so if I wanted to volunteer for this, who do I contact? Yep, just give me a call at the DSA office at 672-8881. All right, and, and you'll be there if you're tip-strained, which uh, would be great if you are. Uh, you could be a poor. Otherwise, you might be just kind of playing waiter a little bit, which yeah. isn't bad. Yeah. Or uh, helping us decorate or clean up or close the street out. There's a lot of different things to help out with. Now, changing of the season, uh, going from spring to fall, mm-hmm. uh, the decorations have changed. Is this going to have like a, a fall look to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. We're going to have, like, cornucopias and <laughs> pumpkins. It's going to be very folly. Our theme is Fresh Harvest, so we were going to have lots of awesome, fun fall things around. <laughs> so there you go. One more time, Zoila, tell me when this is going to take place and tell me how to volunteer. Yes, the Wine Fest will be this Friday. Champagne Hour starts at 5, and regular admission is at 6 on Grinnell Plaza. All right, for the rest of the summer, what's, uh, what's DSA's plan? We are, well, this is, uh, we're going to be wrapping up our season um, with these two events. And then we will be getting ready to start some fall promotions and fall projects that we've had on the back burner. And then the biggest one that we'll really start to focus is on the major reconstruction project that's going to be coming up next year. How is DSA going to be involved in that? Very heavily on promotions, visiting with businesses, um, building owners, and working closely with the city and YDOT to get the communication out to the businesses. But then also, you know, letting the community know that downtown is still open and how we can help those businesses through this construction project. Now, that seems like it... It's going to be a heck of a challenge because if I was a visitor uh, coming into a town and I saw that their main street was completely tore up, I would think, oh, well, obviously, they'd probably close those doors, so let's just go to some right. other place in the city. How, do you have some ideas on how you're going to do that? Uh, because, wow, that's got to be a challenge. We have some ideas, um, and we will be working with the Chamber of Commerce and then Travel and Tourism as well. That way we all have the same messaging to get it out to yeah. not just down, you know, not just to our community, but also to people that are coming through our beautiful town. Now, do most business owners downtown right now know, you know, if I've got a problem or i got a question, I need to take it to Zoila so that she can take that up the chain? Some of them do. Yeah. yeah. So you want to make an announcement to everybody down there right now who might be listening? Hey, if, if you've got something to say about this uh, reconstruction. Yes, please give me a call, and we're 
going to be really starting to focus on it come October. Um, I do have a new staff person starting October. Oh. I know. <laughs> very exciting. Chain them to yes. the door. <laughs> so hence why we'll really focus on all of this in October um, once our summer has been wrapped up and ready to start planning for next year. Are you, are you thinking that this is going to be uh, like a daily activity, walking door to door, making sure everyone's all right, mm-hmm. they're still getting foot traffic, that yeah. kind of thing? Mm-hmm. We are. Yeah, we have some ideas on how we can help, um, you know, maybe having an uh, evening where we have it in a back parking lot. Everybody brings some of their stuff that people either need to be picked up or um, just have like a pop-up um, in an alley yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So there's just some ideas there, but... We want to make sure we have the right uh, framework for every promotion that we want to do to help um, businesses. Yeah, because you know this. Uh, even though everyone's going to benefit from it, this is this is going to be pretty tough. Ladies, I want to thank you for coming in today. I greatly appreciate it. One more time, I want tickets to that wine fest. Where do I go? You can go to the DSA website, uh, Verdello Cottonwood Kitchen, Side Street Bed and Bath, and the Clothing Company. Fantastic. All right, ladies, thank you again. Thank, thank you. you. You've been listening to Public. Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. At Eliasman Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities and, more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. I'm with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda. Tommy, hi. It's fall, and you know what that means, right? Pumpkin spice latte? Well, that too, but I'm talking about hunting season. You've probably tuned your bow by now, but have you tuned your vehicle and side-by-side? Because the last thing you want to worry about is being stranded on the mountain. Good thinking. And if you're not heading up the mountain, we can take care of you too. We service all makes and models, not just Honda. And here's the best part. We'll come get your car, service it, wash it, and bring it back to you. That's pretty convenient. Schedule your car and power sports service today at Sheridan Honda. Are you ready for a new career? Your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette is in search of crew members and shift managers. Owner, Larry Storrow. Bob, one of the many benefits of working for McDonald's is our tuition assistance programs. You can earn a college degree through Colorado Technical University with 100% of your tuition covered. Or you can earn up to $3,000 in tuition assistance for Sheridan College or the University of Wyoming. Come in and we'll explain all the details. If you need your high school diploma, McDonald's will assist with that as well. Join the McDonald's team today. McDonald's working to brighten your future. Charitable giving is often an important part of your future. 
This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. I can help you develop a charitable giving strategy designed to potentially maximize your tax benefits and reduce your record-keeping burden. Call us at 307-672-3434 to discuss how a Stiefel donor-advised fund can help create a positive impact on the causes you care most about. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE, Sheridan.